Welcome to the Megan Walrod Show and to a world of magic, joy, and possibilities where you create a life and a business you love by prioritizing all that lights you up. (laughs) Hello and welcome to episode nine the vulnerability of asking. I'm your host, Megan Walrod, and yet I'm going to pull into our conversation today wisdom also from Amanda Palmer and Brene Brown and Gary Douglas and Dane here, and of course, be sharing my own stories and input on this topic and also invite you always, always, always to tap in, tune into what are you aware of with what else is possible with vulnerability and with asking. And I wonder, I wonder, I wonder what gems, ahas, perspective shifts, and awarenesses, additional awarenesses might come through today's conversation for you. So let's talk about vulnerability and asking, and then the vulnerability of asking. So vulnerability is as defined by the Oxford Online Dictionary something along the lines of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed physically or emotionally. Yikes, right? With that definition, it's kind of like, I don't want to be vulnerable to physical or emotional harm. I'm going to do whatever it takes to be vulnerable. So we have that point of view. And then we have Brene Brown, who is famous thought leader in the realm, especially of vulnerability. And she defines vulnerability as the uncertainty and risk of emotional exposure. And being vulnerable can be something look like sharing something personal, or if someone upset you, actually being willing to be vulnerable and say, hey, that just upset me. It might also look like being vulnerable might look like reaching out to someone you care about, you haven't connected in a while and being the invitation of reconnecting. So that's Brene Brown's. And that's more of kind of the more in this current day and age, that experience of vulnerability or that understanding or point of view about vulnerability is that it's It's that willingness to be authentic. It's that willingness to express one's feelings, to say what's really going on for ourselves, knowing that there might be a sense of, or believing there might be a sense of risk with that kind of emotional exposure. And so before I share another interesting point of view about vulnerability that comes from access consciousness, I'm going to invite you to tap in, tune into what is vulnerability for you? And how much are you often willing to, how much are you willing to be vulnerable in your life, in your business, in your relationships, in your relationship with yourself? A little, a lot, a megaton. And just an invitation to acknowledge that without any judgment, just to get a sense of where you're at right here, right now at the beginning of this podcast. And also invitation to look at 
what are your points of views about being vulnerable? I remember once having a conversation with a guy I was in a relationship with for a while and him sharing how he had learned at a young age, it really wasn't okay to be vulnerable and to share what was really going on for him because it would be used against him by his mom, by his sister. Like they would use it to basically attack him verbally, emotionally, mentally, and use it against him. So for him and his experience, he was like, I being vulnerable is really risky because my fear, my point of view is that if I share with you what's really going on with me, you, just like my mom and my sister, could use what I share with you against me. And I don't want to have that experience. So if you've ever had that experience yourself, you're definitely not alone. An invitation to look at today, what else is possible? So again, before I share with you the access consciousness perspective on vulnerability, let's look at asking. What am I talking about with asking? Now, as an entrepreneur, there's the ask of, are you asking for the business? Are you asking for the money? One of the big mistakes I've made, and I see a lot of women entrepreneurs, and not just women, yet that's mainly who I've worked with over the last decade is women entrepreneurs. And one of the biggest mistakes I see is this not asking for the money, not asking for the business. It's like there's this fear or this point of view that it's bad or it's wrong and that it'll come across as slimy or salesy. And it's like, I get it. There can be ways of asking that are more graceful and less graceful. There can be ways of asking that are slimy and not slimy, salesy and not salesy. And yet as a business owner, would you be willing to just be honest with yourself and acknowledge having a business is about selling and having a service and people investing in your services with money, just like if you had a shop and you sold books or you sold light bulbs or you sold beautiful pieces of art, you have a business and the way that you not only maintain and sustain your business, but also thrive is by having that exchange, by inviting people to invest their money in working with you. So the ask is so important. So again, I see a lot of women just like on their sales pages, not having a clear call to action, which is basically an ask that's saying, would you like this? Would you like to do this program together? Would you like to work together? Or even a question of how does this sound? Would you like to get started? Those are questions. Those are ways of asking and inviting for the business. Yet again, there's all these interesting points of views that you might have that we can have about asking and an unwillingness to do so, especially if we have this point of view that it's not okay to ask or it's not okay to be vulnerable and risk asking for the business because what is the fear that might be holding you back from asking for the business or there's other things we might ask for as well there's the asking for a date asking 
to borrow something from a friend or a sister or a family member, asking for support. So let's talk about the business for a minute and then we'll look at these other areas too. So in business, a lot of times when I ask my clients or other entrepreneurs, like what stops you from asking? Like you're on a call with that person or you met that person at that event and it sounded like they were really interested in what you're up to, why didn't you ask them to take a next step? Why didn't you ask for the business? Why didn't you ask for the referral? And they're like, I was afraid of hearing a no. I was afraid of rejection. I was afraid of coming across as too pushy. I was afraid, I was afraid, I was afraid, I was afraid, fill in the blank. So what is it for you that comes up around not asking for the business? And what if there's a different perspective available to you on rejection? So if that fear of rejection is up for you, let's look at some different perspectives on what if hearing a no didn't have to be a bad, wrong, horrible thing? What if someone else's no is not something for you to take personally and take it on, interiorize it as a wrongness of you for asking and everything that doesn't allow you to receive this possibility that rejection isn't a wrongness of you, would you be willing to let that go? And be with what else is possible. And what if... Rejection itself, the word of it, is actually just an interesting point of view. What if someone else's no isn't actually even a rejection of you? It's simply reflecting whatever is going on for them. Maybe their no is, hey, that's a great invitation. You're an amazing person, but this isn't something I actually need or want, require or desire right now. Or maybe their no is, you know what, absolutely, what you're offering is great, you're amazing, but right now I just invested in this whole other thing and I really want to see what this investment can create for me. I might be interested in working with you down the road. Or maybe their no is a reflection of their own limiting point of view or perspective that, you know what, I don't have the money. Or, you know what, I just invested in this thing and I don't feel like I can receive even more support because who does that? Who invests in two different programs at once? That would just be crazy. Or maybe their no is, not now. Or maybe their no is, you know what, I'm hungry and I'm getting hangry and I just want to say no so that I can go and eat my lunch. You have no idea, or maybe you have a sense if you are willing to let go of that judgment you're having of them or yourself that their no is a rejection when you're willing to actually let go of that and tap and tune into what you actually are aware of, you'd be more likely to have way more awareness of what really is going on for them. And that's the gift of when we let go of those barriers and those judgments and those going into the wrongness of ourself or asking or the wrongness of someone else or saying no and believing it's a rejection of who we are, like it creates all these weird barriers to actually receiving and having the awareness, which 
to bring us around to a different point of view of vulnerability, it comes out of access consciousness. So let me share that with you. And then we're going to get into a little bit more of these different things that we can ask for. So like if you're asking for a date, if you're asking for a referral or a reference, what else is possible if vulnerability, here's a different point of view. This comes from the foundation class with access consciousness and so grateful to Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here, the co-founders of this worldwide organization that shares tools that empower us to know what we know. And so vulnerability, their perspective on vulnerability is that it's never putting up a barrier to perceiving, knowing, being, and receiving anything from the person you're with or anyone or anything or any place else. It's the ability to be totally present without any point of view. So when you're being really present with whether it's a potential client, potential podcast host, potential person in business who you're looking to ask for the business or referral or an investment or that kind of thing, when there's no barrier, when there's no judgment up between you and them, that's the vulnerability. That's an ability to be totally present. And when we're totally present, we have access to even more of our awareness. So that was some of their explanation, then some of me, now back to what they have to say. To have vulnerability with yourself is to never put up a barrier to who you truly are. If you're totally vulnerable with yourself, you would never put up a barrier to seeing any part of you, the good, the bad, the ugly. Most of us spend our whole lives trying to prove how good we are while beating ourselves up to show how bad we are to ourselves. That was the foundation manual. This is now me talking. And how does that show up in your business? If you're doing that, the trying to prove how good you are while secretly beating yourself up for being bad, being wrong, for asking, for not asking, for asking it wrong, for asking it sloppy. And like, I've never done that. Ha! Note the sarcasm. <laughs> and then what kind of mixed message does that create? That creates this energetic, strange cocktail of energies that could actually repel the people you could support and serve through your business because they're picking up on this strange mixed message and they're like, I don't know what's going on there, but I don't want to have anything to do with it. So what else is possible now though, with getting even more congruent, letting go of that beating yourself up as being bad. And yet, so this is the back to the foundation manual. When you're willing to receive anything and everything and have no point of view about it, then you have total receiving. You are totally vulnerable. When you are willing to be as the open wound, they say, then everything you receive has such a level of intensity to it that you have a hard time rejecting anything. Then you'll receive a thousand times greater than you will any other time. And if you are totally vulnerable, Nobody can control you because you have no fixed points of views for them to go up against in order to try and control you. So again, 
outside of the manual. This is me riffing with you. So again, with vulnerability, what if instead of viewing vulnerability as, you know, you're setting yourself up at risk to be potentially attacked or abused physically, emotionally, mentally, verbally, what if that in and of itself, that definition creates this fear of that, which triggers those energetic barriers and boundaries that go up that keep us from asking, that keep us from the receiving and the gift of true vulnerability. So what's really cool is you change your point of view and your reality changes. So if you've had your point of view of vulnerability in that way, you can change it right here, right now and begin to create a different experience with vulnerability, with asking and with receiving. And access in the foundation manual, they go on to say, vulnerability is not about being a doormat. Let me say that again. It is not about being a doormat. Excuse me. And with vulnerability, you don't have to hide what you think are the judgeable parts about you. So with vulnerability, there's this transparency. There's this nakedness with you, with others. There's the willingness to be present with you as you are, not beating yourself up, not trying to hide the parts of you that you feel are wrong or unworthy or undeserving or ugly or fat or skinny or whatever are all the things, not good enough, too much, too intense, whatever fill in the blank is. And there's a willingness to be present with self. And this, this, is a whole other way of being. Because what I'm going to add to this other possibility with vulnerability is with the the vulnerability of asking, what I found and experienced myself again and again and again that creates even more ease, joy, and success with the vulnerability of asking is when there's also a willingness to have no point of view of what the other person says. So the vulnerability of asking is, hey, you know what? I'm going to be vulnerable with myself and be willing to ask for this thing. Ask for the business. Ask for the money. Ask for that loan. Ask for that referral. Ask for that date. Ask for support from the universe. I'm going to get into more around that in a little bit too. I'm going to be willing to be vulnerable with myself to ask. Let go, letting go of all the points of views that asking is bad or wrong, that vulnerability sets me up at risk, letting go as well of any projections or expectations or judgments of how the other person will respond with a yes or a no or a maybe or a not no or no response or however it might show up. Because what I love this expression, it comes out of access, is it never shows up how you think it will. So you might ask someone for the business. You might ask someone for the date. They may say no. They may not respond. And yet, what the universe delivers to you is something far greater when you're willing to ask, when you're willing to let go of attachment to how it shows up for you. So a couple examples. Earlier this month, last month, depends on when you listen to this, 
I reached out to a guy who I'd been in conversation with months and months ago. We had actually met on a dating site. We had made a plan to get together and go for a walk in the park. And the day before I canceled, because I was just like, you know what? You seem like a super cool dude, but I'm just getting the guidance that now is not the time to be dating. I'm going to take the winter to just be on my own and be asking different kinds of questions of myself and the universe. And just, I'm, I'm not going to date for the next few months. So that's like the backstory. So last month, last week, whenever it was, I reached out to the guy again, cause I saved his contact information and I reached out to him again. And I was like, Hey, it's been ages. And I'm curious would you like to meet up with me again and go for that walk that we never went on before? And I, I was willing to be vulnerable in the ask and just ask and invite him for a walk and let go of any judgment I might've had about like, oh my God, it's been months. What a freak. What freak holds on to the guy's information who cancels it, you know, in the fall or winter and then invites him again in the spring or like the, you know, the fear that he might say no and reject me and I'd go into wrongness. Like what if all of that is a choice and all of that is just this inner static that isn't necessary. It's not required. And so that's what I'm inviting you into the possibility of, of being in that vulnerability, being in that ask, noticing if and when those kinds of judgments or projections or expectations or attachments to a unfolding a certain way, how that might unfold, like that creates wonkiness. It limits how much you're actually able to receive. It limits how it can actually show up. It limits what the universe can actually contribute to you. So your job, if you choose to take it on with this whole vulnerability of asking is, are you willing to ask? And are you willing to be vulnerable and lower all of your invisible barriers and let go of all that static, all that judgment, all those expectations and that clinginess, attachment, all of that, let go of that and open to receiving however it shows up and recognize that whatever shows up, it's not a reflection of your goodness, your badness, your rightness, or your wrongness. It's just what's showing up. And that's the dance. That's the dance of the intimacy that occurs when you're willing to ask. So I'm going to tell you what happened in just a moment with that guy and my ask. But first, I want to bring in some wisdom from Amanda Palmer. So in case you're not familiar with Amanda Palmer, she's this amazing, incredible, sassy, big asker. She's, she's a fan of the big audacious ask. She's an author of the book, The Art of Asking, How I Learned to Stop, Stop Worrying and Let People Help Me. She's a musician. She's an artist. She used and uses crowdsourcing and crowdfunding as a way to raise money for her records. Like one of the things that catalyzed her writing this book, The Art of Asking, was how she let go of the record label. I believe, I, I believe I'm getting this correct, in that she let go of the record label that was carrying her to want to produce music on her own and went out to her biggest her biggest fans and said, Hey, would you be willing to 
contribute to me getting this next record out. She was also known for, she did this performance piece where out in public, she dressed up as a, she put on a wedding gown. She, she was doing this live statue thing where she was wordlessly inviting passerbys to donate their dollars to her. So again, she could bring forth her next artistic expression. I'm not sure if that was for a record, her music or a book, yet it was that willingness, the art of asking. And she talks about in her book, she talks about how it's such a vulnerable thing to ask and how when we ask, we actually open a door to greater intimacy in all of our relationships. And that intimacy starts first and foremost with ourselves. When we're willing to have that vulnerability and presence with ourselves of, okay, I'm going to ask for the business. Okay, I'm going to ask for the referral. I'm going to ask for the money. I'm going to ask for that date. It takes that willingness to be intimate with ourselves, to recognize here is something I really desire and I'm willing to have my own back and ask for it. And I'm willing to receive it, however it shows up. That's having intimacy with ourselves, with yourself. And then there's the intimacy with others. Hey, would you like to go on a date with me? Hey, would you like to do business with me? How does this, how does this invitation sound? Would you like to get started? Or the question might be, hey, could I borrow some money? Talk about an invitation for greater intimacy in a relationship. I've done that. I have definitely done that over the years and the intimacy that that's created. Whew, that willingness to actually be vulnerable, ask to borrow money and then receive it has created so much more intimacy with me in these different relationships and intimacy in these working relationships and business relationships. And so what else is possible for you with asking, with being willing to be vulnerable and with the intimacy in your relationships? So if there's been this fear, going back to that early example I shared of a man I used to date and his fear of being vulnerable and really exposing and sharing what was going on for him internally, that fear of being attacked and having that used against him, his willingness to recognize, okay, that was his experience then and his demand of himself and request of the universe to have a different experience now led to him being willing to dissolve those points of views and share more of what was going on for him with me, which allowed us to have a greater, deeper experience of intimacy with each other, which was a beautiful gift. And so this intimacy, we invite people to step into our lives more intimately and Oh my God, what a gift that is. And, and okay, so there's another story. So there's that intimacy. And there's also this other story that I want to share about, like if, if rejection is something that's really held you back from asking, this story is for you. So years ago, I was participating in this business training and 
it, it, oh my gosh, it was all about doubling our practice in 90 days. It was with two of my mentors at the time, Jesse Corin and Charlotte Jacobs of Thrive Academy. They're amazing. And the exercise, this was, you know, when we were, there were like a hundred of us gathered in a hotel ballroom for the training. And we were told here was, here was the game. We were being invited to play, to leave the hotel go out into San Jose and see how quickly we could get 10 no's. We were to go out and ask anyone and everyone we encountered, hey, would you like to work with me? Would you like to have a free consultation with me? Would you like to pay me money to work with me? I'm a coach. Here's what I can help you with. Would you like to work with me? However we said it, the basic gist was our our job, our task, our game was go out and ask, be willing to ask and get 10 no's. And then the first one back into the ballroom was going to receive some awesome prize. I don't think we knew what the prize was, but we were a bit of a very friendly, collaborative and competitive gang. And so we all just burst out of the ballroom, out of the hotel, into San Jose. And I totally remember it was like this gray, gray day, and I went off and I saw this, this gas station across the way. And what was super cool was that this was a game. We were encouraged to get a no. We were being encouraged to totally change our relationship with asking and with receiving no's. And the one who got the most no's the quicker the quickest was going to win a prize and like be publicly in front of our group of a hundred other entrepreneurs, be celebrated as like, you were the quickest, you were the fastest, you were the boldest right on. And so that inspired me to get over the point of view that it's bad to ask. And what if they said no? Cause I actually was collecting the nose. I wanted the nose. So I went across the street, there was a gas station. I went into a convenience store that was part of that gas station area. I asked someone if they wanted to work with me. I was at the time, get this, a divorce coach. Would you like to work with me? They were like, no. I was like, okay, cool. Thank you very much for your time. I went out, there was a woman pumping gas at her car, because where else do you pump gas at? And I was like, hi. She was like, hi. And I said, I'm a divorce coach and I'm wondering if you would like to work with me. And if so, I'd offer you a free consultation and I could support you with that. And we, end up, we ended up having such a great conversation. She was so amused by my boldness. She was so amused by my great sense of humor that I was totally just like putting it out there. She gave me her contact information. She was like, even though I'm not interested in working with you, maybe you know I'll interview you for my podcast and, and let's talk because I love your energy. I love what you're up to because I ended up telling her it was an exercise and all of that. So I got, she counted as a no. And yet there was also a yes because she was like, hey, I, I'm not your potential client. But hey, let's talk because, you know, who you're being is very attractive to me. So there could be ways that we might support each other with your business going forward. So let's talk. So although I didn't win that day, I wasn't the first one back to the ballroom to get 10 no's. I did win in the sense that I had a total perspective shift on rejection, on hearing no's. Instead of it being something to avoid, some excuse to use to stop myself from putting myself out there and asking for the business, the date, the whatever, 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 
instead I was like, wow, wow, wow. What else is possible when I'm able to get out of my own way and ask and receive how, however it shows up and let it even be a playful game. And so that's my invitation to you. Not that I have a prize for you if you come back as the first one to get 10 no's in the next, you know, hour or so. But it's like, what if instead of being afraid of rejection, of hearing the no, what if there was the willingness to receive whatever shows up, to not take it personally, to not make it mean anything bad or wrong or good or right about you? And what if my mentors actually used to talk about it as what if a no is actually the universe saving you from a difficult client? Or what if the no is saving you from drama and trauma? And what if the no is the universe is saying, I have something even better for you. And if it helps, what if, what if you just let go of the word rejection and just not even use it anymore? Because there doesn't have to be a charge around a no. I once was at this party when I had this guy come up and basically proposition me. And I said no in such a really kind, honoring way that he was like, you know what? I know that you just said no, but the way you did it was so much acknowledgement. Like, I feel really great about myself. I feel like you just gave me a gift. So I, I digress. That's a little bit of a tangent of a story, but it was just too good not to share right here, right now. And it's just that reminder too of what if the no can also be a gift and everywhere and anywhere you haven't been willing to say no to other people's asks or where you haven't been willing to be really present and vulnerable with yourself and another when they ask something of you Hey, would you like to work with me? Hey, would you like a date with me? Hey, would you borrow, you know, loan me some money? Like everywhere you put up your walls and barriers for other people's asks because you're afraid of saying no. Whew, what else is possible with lowering those barriers and letting all of that go and recognizing the no can be a gift. The no can be a gift. And so the story about the guy that I reached out to last week, last month, whenever, what, whenever it is when you'll be listening to this. And when I asked him for the date, I sent it via text and I didn't hear from him for several hours and maybe it was even a day. And time is a very fluid thing with me. I, I kind of, yeah, track it really loosely. And I let go of all attachment. I totally tapped and tuned into the space of allowance. Whether he said yes or no, or didn't even respond, I was having my own back. I was honoring myself. I was having that intimacy with me of, you know what, I've been asking the universe, now we're gonna get into the whole asking in a different way, asking the universe, what can I add to my life today to create even more ease, joy, pleasure, what can I add to my life today to have even more of all that I'm asking for? And then asking those questions, I open up. This is a different kind of ask. This is a kind of question where you're asking to tap in and tune in, not for an answer, but for your awareness. 
So again, this is the power of question, the power of ask with a slightly different perspective. This comes out of access consciousness where it's, we ask questions, you're invited to ask questions to tap into greater awareness. Now, this isn't a statement with a question mark on it, like, hey, you're judging me, aren't you? Question mark. <laughs> it's more of a statement, question mark. It's more of like, hey, universe, what can I choose today to create more money right away? Universe, I have this new invitation. Who, could I, who else might be interested in this? Who could I reach out to today who might know someone who might be interested in this? So I was actually just asking those questions this morning while I was taking a bath. Sorry if that's TMI. Sorry, not sorry. I was tapping and tuning in to this new copywriting coaching package I put together, tapping into that energy of it and asking this question, who could I reach out to today that might actually know some amazing women entrepreneurs who'd be interested in this. And the moment after I asked that, I started to see these women, their faces, their names just started to pop. I wasn't looking for an answer because whenever an answer is like a conclusion, it's like there's a right way to answer this. And it's this conclusion that creates limitation versus awareness, which is unlimited. And it's like the awareness is my own who am I aware of? It's also this willingness, the vulnerability of asking with the universe. It's this willingness to receive contributions from the universe, from my team, you know, in the, the non-physical realm, who's always listening and always willing to contribute when I ask a question and when I'm willing to receive their support. So I saw these women, saw their names, saw their faces and, and, Guess what I did within an hour or so after getting out of the bath? I reached out to these women and I asked, and some of them I even shared, hey, listen, I was in the bath and I was just asking this question. And so I'm following what the universe is guiding me to. And, and the women I shared this with, they're women who, that's the way they roll too. They, they tap into their awareness and they, you know, whether they talk about it as spirit or source or universe, it's like they ask these questions too and they follow the energy. And so I was having my own back by reaching out to them. And what I also did in this ask was checked in with them. Like, hey, how's it going? What are you up to? Last time we talked, XYZ was going on. What's the latest with that? And hey, by the way, I wanna let you know, I was in a bath this morning. I, I have this new copywriting coaching package. I was asking universe who I might talk with. You popped, so I'm reaching out. I'm curious, who might you know? And if you're curious to hear more details, I'd be happy to share them with you. And it was an invitation for me to be really vulnerable with myself, be present with myself, my ask, be present with them, invite them into greater intimacy with me to have a conversation and be totally open to their yes, their no, their what else is possible, their not right now. And the the mixture of responses that I've been hearing already from these women is amazing, are amazing. It's like, ooh, I have a client that might actually benefit from working with you. And oh, you know what? I have a coach who is just looking for a copywriter. Let me see if she's got someone. Someone else was like, hey, I might be interested in having you come in as a guest expert. Someone else was like, hey, I see these messages. I can't wait to listen. There are a couple of other messages I've sent that I haven't received responses from yet. And all of this is me, barriers down, being willing to be me, open up, be willing to ask, 
no attachment, no agenda. There was no slimy, salesy weirdness in my energy because I was just like being totally honest, like, hey, this is what's up. And I was also allowing my ask to come from this space and place of, hey, we haven't connected in a while. I'm really curious how it's going with your thing that you're doing. So it's not like I was hiding my ask in that and being like, oh, by the way, and like tossing the ask over into their world. I was very transparent and being willing to be in that intimacy with them of, hey, this is what's going on. And so for you, when it comes to asking, what is it that you could be asking for today? What is it that you might ask of the universe or for or from? Are you looking to have more clients? Are you looking to receive more money? Are you looking to invite in some ease with your body or something different with your relationships or more ease with bringing your book out into the world or whatever it is, looking to borrow money or whatever it might be, invitation to get present to what those asks are. Or maybe there's, there's, you know, you can really use some more support with your business. Maybe that more support is asking your partner, your enjoyable other to take care of some more things around the home or with the kids so that you have more space and energy for your business. Or maybe it's about hiring a VA or another team member or a graphics person or a social media expert, or hey, maybe it's even hiring a copywriter or a coach, or maybe it's hiring someone to make your meals for you. And so invitation to take a few moments right here, right now and write down what could you be asking for that you haven't been willing to ask for? That if you were willing to ask for it, could change everything. And whether it's an ask of the universe, like I've been talking about, like universe, show me, what could I choose today? That what could I choose, what could I be, do, choose different today? That would create more that I, all the more that I've been asking for right away. What creations of mine are asking for my attention today? What contributions are available to me today that I haven't been willing to receive? And I'm willing to receive them now. So there's all different ways to ask questions and you can totally check out Access Consciousness. They've got all kinds of classes. They've got a global foundation class coming up in April of 2021 and where they go into this much more in depth. So, so asking questions so of the universe. So you could play with those kinds of questions. Remember, you're not looking for answers. You're tapping into your awareness. You're tapping into the vulnerability of being with you and the universe and inviting the universe to be in an even more intimate relationship with you. Or it may be that ask of a partner or an enjoyable other, or it might be that ask of your community. Like, hey community, I'm looking for a new VA. Hey community, I'm looking for a social media expert. Hey, I, I, just, I also just reached out to a few guys this morning of like, Hey, I'm looking for a great local shop where I can take my Subaru. I need my, I need an oil change and I need my tires rotated and aligned. And I got a great suggestion from someone right away. I often will reach out to my social media 
like my Facebook community and be like, Hey, I'm looking for, I, it's time to bring horses into my life. And who's got connections for me? Who's got friends? Who knows barns that you'd recommend? I did that earlier this year that led to one person connecting, like so many different connections getting made, which has led to me now taking a horseback riding lessons twice a week with an amazing instructor, both two-legged and amazing teachers, um, four-legged horses at this barn west of Portland. And it's changing my life. And it's allowing more intimacy with myself and with my body. And it's exponentializing my capacity to receive and my awareness. And it's inviting me to look at where I have had these barriers up, even when I know better. Like when I get on that horse, one of the barriers that has come up over the last couple of lessons is like, well, we're going to learn how to canter and I really want to do this and I really want to get it right. And so the invitation has been like, lower all of those invisible barriers and be with the vulnerability of the ask. What energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to commune with this horse? What energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to receive more than I could have ever imagined possible from this horse, from this lesson, from my instructor, from the land, from the other women here, from the other horses here, from these moss-covered trees? And what else is possible now? What I wonder how this will unfold greater than I can imagine. All of these are questions. They're an invitation to the universe to contribute to me. There's a vulnerability there. There's a willingness to ask. And so for you, I invited you a few minutes ago to write down, what have you been unwilling to ask for that would be fun for you to ask for now? And what have you asked for that the universe has actually gifted you, but you've been unwilling to receive it because it showed up different from how you thought it would or should, and is now the time to let go of those judgments, lower all of your barriers, and receive all that's been showing up, all that you're actually now capable of receiving in response to your asks. And what else is possible now with different perspectives on vulnerability and how you might choose to play with it dynamically in all areas of your life? Oh, and regarding this guy, so the other guy that I asked if he wanted to get together with me for that walk in the park that we never went on at the end of last year, whenever it was, fall, winter, he responded and he said yes. And we went on a date and we hung out in a park and we walked and we talked and it was total ease and it was total fun. And we left there both having that conversation of like no attachment, like however this unfolds, no attachment. And a few days later, I reached out to him again and I was like, hey, listen, that was fun. I'd love to do it again. And if you're, if you'd like to do it again, like, let me know. And it was, it was a different kind of ask. It wasn't a passive ask. There can be those passive aggressive asks. This wasn't that. This was a softer kind of ask of like, hey, if it'd be fun for you, let me know. I'd really enjoy hanging out with you again. And if not, 
totally enjoy yourself, enjoy life, enjoy all the things that, you know, you're up to in the world. And it was this total invitation, this total way of me being like, Hey, I have no attachment. Like I wish you all the best. And I knew in myself that if he responded with a yes, I'd be like, awesome. Yay. Grateful. If he responded with a no, I'd be like, cool. Thank you for responding. And like, cool that you're a no and still wishing you all the best knowing that his no would be no reflection of any badness or wrongness of me. I wasn't going to take it as a rejection and stop dating or get all weird about him or anything like that. That was just not in my space at all. And I also just had total allowance for myself of like, if he did not respond at all, I was just going to be like, okay, cool. I'm going to give it a little while. And then if I don't hear back, I'm going to move on and who else might I reach out to and what other dating apps might I choose to get on again? And, you know, like it wasn't going to stop me. However, whatever response he gave me was not going to stop me from moving forward and creating my life, my relationships and, and everything in my life in ways that work for me in ways that create more fun and pleasure and possibilities like I knew I'm in the driver's seat of my life, co-creating it with the universe. I'm inviting him to come and play. And if he wants to, yay. And if he doesn't, no worries. I'm going to keep creating this. So that's my invitation to you to have that intimacy with yourself, that vulnerability with yourself, that willingness to be in the ask of yourself. Are you willing to be vulnerable with you? Are you willing to cultivate that intimacy with yourself, the nakedness that exists free of those judgments, those expectations, those points of views that are based in fear or contraction or past experiences or past reactions or any kind of limitation. Are you willing to be and do what it takes to have all of you that is free of that and receive all that shows up that you're asking for, however it might show up without any attachments. And what else is possible when you have your own back in that way? And by the way, the guy got back to me and we're gonna go on another date. And I wonder how that will unfold greater than I can imagine. And I wonder how much fun we can have and no attachment to how it will unfold and no attachment to it needing to become anything. That's another energy to look at with the ask that is you know, part of that letting go of attachment is, let me speak to this too before I call it a day for now with, with asking. When you ask, remember how I talked about, I'd been in this bath and I asked the universe these questions about who could I ask today? I was totally melted, open, relaxed in the spaciousness of like, all is well. And I'm so taken care of because I'm so committed to taking care of me and receiving all the ways the universe is taking care of me and supporting me. And I'm engaging with my life and my business and my creations and the possibilities and money. And I'm engaging with the universe with this ask. And yet there's no energy of proving. There's no energy of lack. There was no energy of attachment. There was no energy of the neediness that comes out of that energy of lack. And so I'm really going to, and since there was none of that, 
when I actually did reach out to these different women and men and asking them, you know, what else is possible and all the things, there was such this ease and this open channel for them to contribute to me, for them to respond. Like there was this enjoyable, energetic, along with my verbal words that create an invitation, whether you call it animal magnetism or confidence or that energetic invitation, that was there. That's what they sense. That's what they tapped into. That's what they were responding to. And that's what's available to you when you're willing to do that work, I say, in, in air quotes, because it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be a struggle. It doesn't have to be effortful. You know, when you're willing to do that work of being uncomfortable with the vulnerability of no points of views, being willing to be in that what might be the discomfort of a whole other level of intimacy with yourself and others, whether it's money, business, your creations, enjoyable other community, clients, potential clients, referral partners, potential dates, whatever it is, lovers, whatever it is, it's that willingness to be in that energy of all is well, I have, there's no lack, there's plenty. And I wonder how this will unfold greater than I can imagine. So these are the energetics and the pragmatics of the vulnerability of asking. And I wonder what else is possible for you now as you move forward from here and now listening to this episode. And I welcome you. If you received, you'll hear this in the announcements that are part of the end of my podcast show episode. You'll hear that invitation, inviting you to subscribe, inviting you to leave a review. That's me asking with every episode, if you received nuggets of gold and value, and if this conversation is a contribution to you, would you be willing to take a few moments to leave a review, leave a five-star review if it resonates for you as a five-star review. Share this episode with a friend, a colleague, a friend, your community. I said friend twice, but that's okay. Would you be willing to do that? I would so appreciate it. And if it would be fun for you, you are always welcome to contact me. You can go to my website, meganwalrod.com. Go through the contact, leave a message for me. What, what are you going to ask for now? What other possibilities are you aware of now with the vulnerability of asking? I'd love to hear from you. And so if that would be fun for you, go through my website, contact page, send me a message. And no matter what, I dare you to go forth today and see if you can ask for at least one thing from yourself, from the universe, from someone else and see what that creates for you. So rather than just be this episode being a really inspiring, empowering conversation you just tuned into for however long this was, it's actually something that you take and put into practice in your life and your business. Because that's the real gold. When you put this into action to create something more for you. So how does it get any better? So 
my hope and joy is that this conversation was a contribution to you today. I look forward to hearing from you with this dare and seeing what you ask for. And I wonder what else is not, is possible now. So have a beautiful day. Have way too much fun with your asks and stay tuned for my next episode. For now, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Megan Walrod Show. My intention is to inspire more women with the possibilities available to them to create a life and a business they love. So if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review on iTunes, and share this episode with somebody who you know who might be looking for more magic, joy, and possibilities. For more information about how to join me in an upcoming class or other adventure, visit me on meganwalrod.com.